This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello, everyone. How are you this week? Are you the actor that never has anxiety? (laughs) Is that you? I'd love to meet you. Probably not. You were probably not that person. I have yet to meet one. But that's amazing if that's you. So you should skip on out of this podcast and listen to another one. But I hazard to say that most every actor has some anxiety at some point. So let's, let's define that. Anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Now, there's a definition in psychiatry that I found, which is a nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with compulsive behavior or panic attacks. Now, Chronic anxiety or anxiety or nervous tension that you feel is disabling you from leading a productive life should be treated by a qualified medical professional. I'm sure you know this. But what I am going to talk about today is not chronic or disabling. And yet, it is affecting you, it is affecting your life, it is affecting your career, certainly your emotional well-being. So we want to address it. It's important to note it and decide how you want to think about it. So anxiety can be a messenger, in fact is, I believe, from our subconscious. It can be a reminder that something is bothering us that we aren't addressing. It can be a signal that we keep turning the wrong way in our life, whatever wrong means to us. Highly subjective, highly individual. It can be an indicator that we are in a thought loop. It can simply be a habit, the habit of anxiety. And this is something we can address immediately. You can start to work on this today. Believe it. It can lessen today. Now, some people wake up every day with anxiety. Some struggle at night after the events of the day. Some of us live in dread. It will not get better. And you can work through that. You can have an amazing life with that. But also know that you can reduce it. That with small steps, you can reduce it. And wouldn't that be preferable to living in dread that it won't get better? Wouldn't it be great to know that you can take action? Simple steps to reduce it for yourself. And again, I want to come back to that reminder. It's so important. If you do have chronic debilitating anxiety, please seek professional medical guidance. And I will link to the resources page of the actorselfcoach.com resource site at the bottom of the show notes. But for the rest of us, which is most of us, anxiety can also be an excuse to not move forward. Oh, that's not, that's not great to think about, is it? <laughs> it can be an excuse 
That's all we need is another excuse for why we're not moving forward, for why we're not pleased, gratified, even better fueled, galvanized by our life. If in addition to reading and math and gym class in elementary school, we could also be taught emotional wellness, I truly think the world would improve so greatly. And at this recording, we are not. This is not taught in our schools. Would that it were. Wouldn't it be great to know you had the toolkit for emotional well-being baked in along with those other great things that we learn in elementary school? Some are not so fun, but they end up being great in some way. Either we love the subject, we became stronger because we didn't like it and we did it anyway, we made friends commiserating and how difficult it was. At any rate, when we're learning in real life, day by day, how to be a social animal, It would be wonderful if we had the emotional tools to take care of our mind. You know, they give us gym class, right? Mine featured wearing very unflattering gym clothes. Still remember that vividly. Uh, The feeling that you feel about yourself when you're wearing something that is truly unflattering on literally every body shape available. But I digress. So much anxiety we feel is about... What do other people think about me? What will they think about me if I do or don't do this thing? What will they think of me because I did or did not do this thing? That is not to say that we aren't evolved to be social creatures. We are. But that motivational triad leads us so quickly to one of those corners. Avoid pain. Seek pleasure. Save energy that we often don't try very hard to move out of that corner, that sanctuary. Sometimes anxiety serves to keep us in that save energy corner, other times in that avoid pain corner. And you might be thinking, but anxiety is pain, so, so I'm not avoiding it. But it is far more likely that anxiety is in the fear of the pain, the psychic kind than it is the pain itself. So anxiety is much more likely to be fear of some psychic pain than it is the pain itself. Anxiety is not the pain. Anxiety is the fear of the pain. So if you can wrap your beautiful brain around the 50-50 of life, that your emotions will resolve to roughly 50% positive, and 50% negative, you won't be fighting so hard to avoid the negative. The negative will be like Wednesday. Maybe now a lot of people seem to not like Wednesdays. Sometimes it's because it's a two-show day for us theater folk. Sometimes because it's the hump day or the middle of the week, or we're still not fresh like we might be on Sunday or Monday, but we're not close enough to the weekend to celebrate that. Whatever. Sometimes Wednesday, I find, gets a hard knock. But we don't avoid Wednesday. Wednesday's there, and we're like, hey, Wednesday, or whatever your Wednesday is, right? I'm just, I'm pick, not, don't mean to pick on Wednesday here. I'm just going to decide to love next Wednesday. Um, but we don't avoid Wednesdays, but we somehow think we can just avoid a lot of other negative things. And it's like, what about if we just go, yep, there's the negative. There's Wednesday. Here it is. It's still just a big part of your life, and avoiding it doesn't make it go away, certainly doesn't make it better. 
Modern emotional health is available to us all if we recognize our obligation to experience the whole of life. That includes the negative. And we don't think the negative parts are unfair or a sentence of some kind. Life is unfair. Truth. Life has always been unfair. Negative emotion isn't a problem to be solved. It's a feeling to be processed. Now, personally, my anxiety of late manifests as a tick. So since a shoulder injury some years ago, and the fact that my body, as most are, is asymmetrical, just ask everyone who ever had to measure me, uh, I find myself, my body, rotating my shoulder forward and backwards, sometimes combined with craning my neck forward, sometimes in a repetitive loop, lasting for a minute or so, on bad days even more. And I have to tell myself, will myself to stop. I think we all have some version of this, that we have to just use that will to think, no more, I'm going to stop this behavior right now. And I can do it, which means somehow I let myself do it for longer than I need to. If I have the capacity to end this behavior, this movement I do with my shoulder and my neck, let's say if I can end it immediately before I break stage to do a scene, then I can do it sooner. Do you see, if, if I have the ability to stop right before I go on stage to be this character in the fullest way possible I can that day, then I could have done it two minutes before. But my mind just chose to keep going until that last moment. So mine is a bit of nerves. Even when I don't feel nervous, I can't calculate that I'm nervous. But when I tell myself, I can stop, I stop. Now, the repetition of this tick is not making anything better. It's not calming me down. It's, it's not getting me ready to be amazing on stage. It is not doing anything but becoming a habit. And, and possibly, very probably, is hurting my shoulder and my back long term. So if I tell myself, this is not making anything better, it relaxes a bit. I can literally feel it. And I can find a new thought which can help in that moment. Something like, don't anticipate a problem. What's the worst thing that could happen? Just go. Be fearless. And my husband offered me a great thought. It was so helpful to me, which was, ride the horse. Because I have a little fear of, of horse riding, I must confess. I, I did. And being a Virginia girl, a lot of people when I moved north thought that I would just be a natural at riding horses, and I have ridden them upon occasion, but I never had real training. But that image really works for me, because I would get up there and I would ride it, just because, to address it, to address that fear. Ride the horse. So if I tell myself that right before, if I'm having one of those little tick episodes, ride the horse, it immediately dilutes the sensation of having to do it. 
that works for me. So experiment around and find your own version of that, which you can use. I'm not saying that you have that moment before you enter a scene or you go on suddenly or something's wrong, but anytime you feel some anxiety, come up with some thoughts, one or two or three, that can dilute it immediately 50%. I'm not saying it'll go totally away, but if it has that feeling, that's great. That's a start. And it can do it, a thought that you can say in your head. Because, again, a tick and also anxiety can be a habit. It can be a thought loop. And your body thinks, this is what I do when I'm feeling this feeling. I always do this thing. And we can break that cycle. First, you have to be aware of it. But it is very available to you. Anxiety is a highlighter. It's pointing to something. It's that cursor going, look, 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 look. See right there? See right there? If you find a way to decant that sediment like a sommelier would into another container, and that container could be a therapist, a coach, or a fresh page of paper, the weight of it will lessen. Now, there are brilliant minds that have anxiety every morning of their life. They know it is coming. As soon as the mind wakens and the eyelids flutter, they feel it in them, that thread of worry. If this is you, consider accepting that this is part of your day and you can handle it. Find some thoughts that help you specific to you, and refer to them each morning. You can even decide that. I will allow 10 minutes to feel this. This feeling will pass. This feeling is part of being human. Nothing has gone wrong here. To resist the feeling, to push it away, to ignore it, just gives it strength or power. We don't want to give it more power. There you are. I feel you. What are you telling me today? Because you can do hard things. And the more you prove it to yourself that you won't let anxiety prevent you from having your amazing, fulfilling, evolving life, the more you make it true. It requires patience and it requires work. It may not seem like action, but this is action to decide to develop some thoughts for yourself. Give yourself a script here. Make it believable to you and let that be a habit. Let that become a habit. You do this for two weeks, your mind will wake up and immediately go to one of those thoughts and the anxiety will dilute somewhat. There's a start. If if your anxiety is tethered to a specific problem, work on solving it. Instead of spinning in it, seek guidance. Take one step towards solving it. One step each day. That is very doable. It could be a relationship problem. It could be a self-image problem. It could be a money problem. It could be a, a work problem. There is help available. If the anxiety feels general, non-specific. Know that you can shorten the duration and that weighty feeling of it by acknowledging it. Again, we go back to possible thoughts. There you are. What are you telling me today? I will listen 
for five minutes and then I'm moving on. If anxiety is a traffic signal, so it can feel as if every signal you see through the day is yellow, the caution sign. Now, we don't want to drive that way in our cars. If we're taking some journey and every time we come up to a traffic signal, it's yellow. You know, sometimes when the the power goes out or there's some engineering issue or, in fact, uh, possibly an accident ahead or a weather event, and the lights can flash a certain color. If every time you went up to a traffic signal on this journey, it was yellow. This is anxiety, and this is not a way to drive, and this is not a way to live. We don't want to drive that way in our cars, and we, we, we certainly don't want to live that way. Always cautious. Sometimes, Sometimes, my friends, we want to stop fully and allow the thoughts, the decisions, sometime. And sometimes we want to go. That slowing down, the caution, is necessary, of course. But it's a moment. It's not your life. Most of our lives we want to be going. We want to restore by stopping, becoming aware, refueling getting gas in the car, getting things checked out. And then we want to go. It's a moment. It's not your life. You can lessen your anxiety by allowing it, not suppressing, not resisting. I like that image that many use, but it's so useful. If you're in a pool or some body of water and you've got a beach ball, And you try to press it underwater and you can hold it underwater for a while and usually you're giggling as you do so. But if you're holding it under for too long, it will pop up and it becomes harder and harder. So eventually, it's going to do what it wants anyway. Anxiety needs a path out. When you allow it, when you recognize it, when you don't resist it, don't push that ball underwater. Tell yourself, I'm safe, I'm okay, I see you, I feel you, and I'm moving on. This is a daily practice. If you suffer with this, this should be a daily practice, and you will get better and better at this. Address that anxiety. You can even say, good morning, or right on time, or I was expecting you, or give it a name. Good morning, Fred. How does it feel in your body? Describe exactly what your body is feeling. Is it a gnawing in your stomach? Does it have a color? Is it moving around? Do you feel hot somewhere or cold somewhere? As you focus on describing it in your body, it also will lessen. And what thoughts are coming up? Can I allow them for five minutes? Is there anything it's pointing to that I can start to solve today? Do I need help? And then give yourself permission to go. Green light. I know so many of us have anxiety. The world is fractious. Politics, cultural disagreements, pandemic, lingering, climate change, and the ins and outs of those we love. It's a lot. It's a lot to be human, isn't it? 
We're in this together. There's positive. There's so much magnificent positive. And there's also negative. It's a part of it. Give yourself permission to go anyway. Green light. I hope to talk with you again soon. Have a great week.